The Salambia Saga is a story-driven, action-packed, fun-filled D&D podcast. I'm your DM, Anthony, and today we are joined by Lucas, playing Roshka. That's me! Me! Friendly Goblin! Larry, playing Tiller B. Willer. Why, hello. I am Tiller B. Willer, the local drizzard. Pleasure to meet you, and I hope you have an enjoyable podcasting experience. Robin, playing Fosk. Hello, this is Fosk Rowan Elvog. It is wonderful to meet you, and I hope you have a wonderful time. And Haley Rose, playing Dialon. Bonjour, I am Dialon B. Baudois, and I am a knight of Sundari. All right. So... Elon, it has been about an hour since you've woken up. How are you feeling about your existence? I am disoriented. Uh, what is going on with me? I am bones? Oh, palais endure. Uh, where am I? Taking a look around, uh, you see yourself in a stone-walled chamber. It's fairly small. There's only six coffins with you. You know that your coffin uh, is obviously empty, and the other ones are closed around you. There are a few torches lining the walls, just to give some little ambient light. Nothing really significant. Um, but you do see one door, the entrance and exit to this room. Uh, it is a stone door, and it seems to be a lever mechanism next to it. <sighs> Dion's gonna get up and kind of crack his bones. <sighs> well, whatever is going on, I need to find out. He'll uh, grab a torch and uh, head towards the entrance, pulling the lever. Okay, uh, so when you pull the lever, the stone door very creakily and scratchily scrapes the ground as it slowly begins to uh, go up into the roof. Um, you see in front of you as the door uh, slides open uh, that there is another much larger sanctum uh, in which many, many coffins are uh, laid. There are statues lining the walls as well as much more torches. It's much brighter in this room. <clears throat> uh, you notice that there are uh, quite a few open coffins, but none of them seem to be empty, and they're all made of stone, just like yours. Um, you could almost call them a sarcophagus. Um, some have nice little designs on the front, and others are just nice and plain. Bravo. Hello. Is there anybody else here? You hear your voice echo across the wall, uh, but hear nothing else. He's going to keep trucking forward, uh, seeing if he can find a way out of this place. Uh, he is very frightened. Uh, as he walks, you can hear the cowardly shake of his bones <laughs> uh, beneath his armor. All right. Um, could you describe Dialon for, for us? Yeah, 
Dialon is a sort of sun bleached alien or uh, sun bleached uh, skeleton. Uh, it, it was a while before they found his bones, apparently, and he is adorned in this kind of cheap rustic red armor uh, with the uh, his knightly seal on the chest. Uh, he carries a he was buried with a single rusty longsword, um, and he he does have a helmet that he carries with him. Uh, he made sure to to grab that. Uh, he has no like dif- discernible like facial features, obviously, because he's a skeleton. Um, but he is missing like a piece of his jaw. Very good. So as you truck forward, you notice that there's once again only one entrance slash exit. Um, it's mainly just a hallway that leads to what seems to be a dilapidated wooden double door. Oh yeah, he's going to push right through it. As you put really any pressure on the door, it virtually just crumbles. It's obviously not been taken care of in quite some time. Uh, It's very, very rotten. Um, As you enter the outside, you notice that it is as dark as night. Uh, oh, it is nighttime. Uh, how do you say, where is, 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 can I look around? Is there anybody around here or is it just empty? Um, as you exit, you look around and you see the slanted entrance, um, of this burial mound that you have found yourself in. Um, But there's really nothing, and since it's dark, you're using that vision to really just not see anything. He is immediately going to collapse into a pile of bones. (laughs) Sounds good. As you collapse into a pile of bones, you feel a very strange feeling, and you see a bright yellow flash in your vision and suddenly you find yourself in yet another sanctum. You see a pedestal in front of you. It's lit with a nice weird blue uh, fire inside of it. It's almost like a a brazier, but it's just uh, it's much smaller. Um... And with that, um, you have found yourself in what seems to be a uh, temple in her sanctum. Uh, uh, what is... What? How do you see? What the fuck? He's going to look around. Um, he, I assume there, there's, again, nobody here. It's nope, just no. him. It is a small room, no more than like fifteen by fifteen. He's he's gonna he's gonna draw his sword, uh, be kind of rusty, kind of as he pulls it from the sheath, like cobwebs come out of it and everything. Uh, he's gonna touch the sword to the podium. 
you hear the nice cold metallic and stone clink. But nothing else. Okay, what the fuck is going on here? Hello? Hello, bonjour? Is there anybody? And that brings us to Fosk. Fosk, it's just like a normal day. You're kind of gallivanting around Sorelvia, having a grand old time. There's nothing really holding you down. And you have decided to take a visit to uh, your good pal and old friend, Ira. As you enter the shop, you are greeted by no one. You see cuts of meats just waiting. Uh, you see some other things, uh, assorted trinkets and gizmos that you are very familiar with. Um, but no one, no one is currently at the counter of this butcher shop. Uh, uh, fair enough. It's probably in the back. Uh, Zira, Zira. Uh, he'll uh, tap on the um, counter, trying to get the attention of anyone in the shop. Is she up hunting? Oh, give me just one second, Fosk. Okay, take your time. No need to hurry. You hear the smack of a meat cleaver on cutting board. And you hear footsteps. And you are greeted by your old pal, Thera. Thera, it's been so long. Thera is a seven foot tall, uh, pastel violet skinned <coughs> um, drow. Um, you know that she is wearing her um, very favorite butcher's apron, and she's wearing a bit more finer clothes today. Oh? Hmm, is something happening? Uh, well, you know, uh, it's about to be the two moon celebration. Um, you know, tonight we're all just going to get together and really uh, have a good time, is what it seems. Um, but it's good to see you. Why are you, why are you stopping by? Oh, I just, I, I just really miss you. It's been such a long time since we got to speak. I, I don't think I spoke to you much since I quit. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been a little bit of a while. I'm glad you, glad you stopped. Stop by. Uh, it's been it's been uh, kind of lonely here without you. I haven't had an assistant since you left. Um, ah, but for the most part, it's been pretty good. Business been good. Uh, just cutting my meat, <laughs> making sure people have good stuff, and you know, I'm a good hunter. It always oh, keeps uh, me busy. Is the very best. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say I'm the best, but I'm pretty good. I'll vouch for you any day. <laughs> I've seen you hunt. It scares me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're such a jokester. <laughs> Do you need any what help have you been today? doing around town? Oh, 
Yeah, I'm uh, finding jobs, helping people, whatever I can get my hands on. Uh, I'm sorry. Being a butcher didn't really work out for me. Yes, not for everyone. I mean, you can you can only cut meat so many times before you realize that's what you meant to do. <laughs> well, Are you going to this uh, two moon celebration? Oh well, of course you wouldn't catch me dead being away from it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, always the party goer. You're always <laughs> you're always looking for some way to have fun. So it's always good to keep you busy. Oh, yes. Always hunting for crowds, making acquaintances. <laughs> um, as you finish that statement, you see a yellow flash in your vision. And suddenly, you find yourself in a very cold and stone-walled sanctum. What seems uh -huh. to be the inner sanctum of a temple. In front of you is a small brazier with a blue flame. And you also see a pile of bones on the ground directly uh, to your left. Oh. Uh, Zira. You're not Zira. Uh, where am I? Uh, Fosk will uh, begin to uh, step around the area and, and like investigate as best he can like the blue flame the brazier is this uh is this a temple that i'm familiar with uh it doesn't seem nothing is really really um giving you any hints as to where you may be but you do you know sort of recognize that this is a temple you see a couple of symbolisms, but nothing you're really too familiar with. Uh, is this a prank? Is this an illusion? Am I... Hello, is anyone here? Oh, bonjour, mon ami. Uh, oh, uh, Dion, are you still a pile of bones on the ground, or have you reformed? I, I am your... still a pile of bones on the ground. <laughs> I'm I'm actually tucked away in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 hello, hello. Uh, where where are you? Uh, that is not in voters right now. Uh, are you? How do you say? Uh, what is it called? In tongue? Friendly. Yeah. Is that uh, is a common tongue for friendly is for friendly? And I would uh, certainly consider myself to be friendly, yes. Uh, are you friendly? Yeah. Yes. For the, yeah, yes. Yes, I am. I, I am friendly. And uh, how do you say I am the um, uh, very brave? I would like to know where the brave person is, then, if possible. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Uh, he's going to reform himself uh, as he fits on his armor, and he goes, 
Ah, bonjour, mon ami. I am Dylan Baudouin. It is a pleasure to meet you. Uh, hello. And uh, Fosk will approach and then offer hand to shake, even though he's clearly apprehensive. I am uh, I'm Fosk. It is nice to meet you, Dylan. Ah, yes. How See. did you get here? I have no fucking idea. I I woke up in my tomb, and I was bones. I was not bones before. I remember... Uh, how do you say? Uh, vaguely feeling warm. And now I am here. Oh. That's interesting. I was talking to my good friend Zira. I... And then I just, I was here. I have no clue what's going on. Uh, apologies, uh, mon ami, but do you know what, uh, what, what time it is? Um, no, I don't remember looking at, uh, at any form of time telling. I should have asked Sierra. Oh, no. Oh no, I didn't even ask what time the moon celebration started. Ah, it, nice. it, uh, it uh, is how you say uh, night time when I came here. Uh, yes, it would be night time is the assumption. Okay, so I am not uh, tripping balls, as you say. <laughs> no, it's been night time for... Ah, well, about as long as I remember, actually. Wait, what? It's been a while. It's been a very, very long time. (laughs) I uh, haven't seen the sun shine in years, really. (laughs) Hundreds, even. (laughs) You are saying that the the sun is gone? Uh, Based on your tone, I would believe yes okay what the fuck you are telling me you've seen sunlight Uh, yes the last when i was not bones there was definitely a sun in the sky Uh, well now i have questions (sighs) he's gonna collapse again oh oh uh oh are you okay Yes, I'm. I'm fine. Uh, I do not know why I collapse into piles of bones uh, randomly, but uh, here we are. And with that, we are meeting Tiller Bewiller. Tiller, you are on your uh, very normal route after gathering some herbs and spices and a few mushrooms and other plants here and there. You're on your way to um, your good friend, Arukti, when uh, you see a small stray dog on the side of the road. Um, I'm going to walk over to the dog and get on one knee and pull out... A berry. Uh, and say, here, boy. Come on. Come on. 
Hold on. Do I notice anything different about this dog? Like, is it a black and white spot? Is it... What type of dog would I know it to be? This looks like just a mutt. It's got nice, long, shaggy uh, brown fur. There's a few um, white specks here and there. Uh, but for the most part, it is a solid brown. Uh, but it looks up at you as you hand the berry. Uh, sniffs your hand for a brief moment. Very gently takes the berry in its mouth. And then, about as fast as anything can, it scarfs it down. Good boy. Is it is it more dog-like or is it wolf-like? It's more dog-like. Good boy. I just start, like, rubbing its, like, little ears on the top of its head. Just, like, petting down while it's uh, scarfing down on the berry. This should uh, last you for the day. It kind of uh, wags its tail, pants a little bit, but looks quite happy, especially now that it has a berry. So after I pet the dog, I'm going to start heading out. If it follows me, then I'm going to try to take care of it. I think I'm going to call it spot very good along the road in the fairly small town of Velstrick Heights um, you know that the potion shop is just about to be right in front of you it's a, it's a fairly small shop um, seems very rustic in its architecture um, some would say maybe maybe slightly colonial um but you're going uh you go up to it the sign reads aruktis um ail ailment cures and ointments that old arukti i told them that branding was everything i think to myself as you enter the shop you're greeted by a very cluttered and very disorganized uh, shop. But you know this is how Arukti operates. And you see him sitting at the counter. A six foot five, purple scaled, nice, fierce yellow eyed, very large dragonborn man. Why, my friend, I hope all has been well. I see your shop is as messy as you are handsome. Ah, Tiller! I'm so very glad you decided to grace me with your presence today. I'm trying to come up with this new potion, and I was thinking, maybe, perhaps, your ingredients could help me. What's the uh, potion meant to do? Maybe I might have the herb just for you. Well, I'm looking to make it so that it grows hair. Hmm. I'm gonna scavenge through my bag, uh, putting this egg. No, probably not this. Hmm. That's not for hair on top of his head. That's, uh, for hair down below. Oof. <laughs> um. Ah! 
here it is. Just found this uh, little batch today as I pull out a couple of the mushrooms. Um, they're yellowish in color with a green underbottom. Oh, that looks like it may do just the trick. Give give them here. Uh, what would you price these at? Probably about five five shelves. Uh, I'm feeling nice today. I met a good dog on the street. I'll do four just for you, buddy. Oh, you know how to make a rook tea happy. I love a good deal. Just make sure you uh, treat me to dinner tonight, okay? Oh, always. You know you can come here and have anything you'd like. And oh. after he finishes that statement, you see a nice bright yellow flash in your vision. And suddenly, you find yourself in a very cold, stone-walled inner sanctum of a temple. You see a nice, small brazier in front of you with a blue flame. Am I holding the uh, mushrooms in my hand still? Yes, you are. You also see a pile of bones in the corner, and a fairly attractive young drow. Um... Noticing that my mushrooms are still in my hand, I immediately fall onto one knee, putting my bag on the ground, scavenging through it, just searching to make sure that I still have my staff. It's a wooden uh, quarter staff that looks just basically like a staff, but on the hilts, um, it has my family's initials, TB, and a, well, it has the initials of B and a little symbol of a potion um and i just before i say anything to the people in here i just make sure that it's still there it is uh, um where am i and um i don't know who you are but it's a pleasure to meet you yeah fosk will um Pulled his arms up in front of his uh, chest, and he's just making general movements with his hands in general dismay. And he's like, oh, no, another one. Uh, hello. Another one? There's uh, only two of us here. Uh, the pile of bones speaks. His name is Dialon. Dion's gonna squeak out a bonjour. <laughs> what? Where was that? Um, my character wouldn't believe that it's actually a pile of bones talking. He's just like looking around, around the area of where uh, the bones would be. Dion's uh, uh, body is gonna like reform itself minus the head. Uh, the head will kind of like roll off his armor and like chase. <laughs> the body will chase the head around. No, o over here you. <laughs> So, over here, kind of clumps into a wall and picks up the skull and twists it back on. Sometimes the body has a mind of its own. Bonjour, mon ami. My name is Dielan B. Hello, I am Tiller B. Willer. Um, a pleasure to... I'm I'm not gonna lie. I don't know where to look at you if where I'm speaking to. Um, am I supposed to look at your eyes? Uh, 
help me out here. I don't want to seem rude. Yes, uh, you can look uh, directly into my uh, sockets. All uh, right. Um. Well. Uh. Thank you. Uh. Pleasure to meet you. Yeah. Uh, yes. And, the pleasure is is all mine. And then I look over to um, what seems like, are you a drow? Yes. I haven't seen one of your kind in a long time. I, uh, well, we tend to crowd around the Sorelvians, the places we lived for a very long time. It's, uh, yeah, you know, if a system works, you don't fix it. Um, Fusk will approach um, Tiller and offer him a hand very delicately. And he'll be like, my name is Fusk Rallin Elvag. It is wonderful to meet you. Enchanté. As I do a little bow and greet you as well. So, I... I was talking to my beloved friend, Sierra. Dillon was having his own issues. And what were you doing before you appeared here? Well, I was um, scavenging in my local um, wilderness. I found a dog. I casted a spell to make sure it had enough food for the day. And then I was trying to sell some of my herbs. I was about to get dinner and maybe a little bit more. <laughs> oh, um, it, it, good for you. Um, I was preparing for a celebration. Or at least I was supposed to be today. It's the two moon celebration. As is common in drow culture. As, you know, we love the moon and all that. <laughs> uh, and then you just wound up here like the rest of us, I'm guessing, considering you're here. <laughs> As I still have the mushrooms in my hand, I'm uh, saying, yeah. Yes, that'll do it. Um, uh, yeah, I was just trying to sell some stuff and I was about to get four shelves for my hard work for today. So I take it you're a gatherer? A bit. I, I am a... Yeah, I'd, I'd say now that I'm only a gatherer. And with that being said, that brings us to Roshka. Rashka, it's just like any other day. You're sitting, trying to cook something good up, and you hear the familiar footsteps of your papa. Rashka, what are you doing in here? I'm cooking. I got this good fat rat that I'm trying to make a stew out of. Don't you ever just stop. You know you're not going to be good at this. Nah. You need to provide for us. You need to provide for yourself. That's what I'm doing. I got this fat rat right here. 
glad that I didn't catch the rat, but I got it here. Rashka, you have to understand that this is not your talent. You must find something to provide for the tribe. But Nana's teaching me. I'm better every day. Better every day, my ass. You have not gotten better at this since you were a little child. Your Nana can only teach you so much. Papa, I, I am getting better. I am getting better. I, I promise. <sighs> Raksha, I don't know what to do with you. Uh, let me cook. <sighs> Raksha, one day you will understand that there are better things than cooking. You could be a hunter. You could be a fighter. Cooking is more for your nana. But I love cooking. I, I like this. I know, Rashka. It's okay. I, Carry I can on. Be good. You, you, you will do just fine, I guess. We'll just have to let it ride out. You but will do better, I promise. Maybe nana teach me, but maybe she, maybe there's someone else that can teach me. And who is that? Your nana and your nana na are the only chefs in the village. But maybe there is someone else. I I I met this strange um uh, thing. He taught me so much, and he didn't even. Maybe I can't learn everything in the village. Maybe I can find someone outside in the big world. Outside the village? Yeah, yeah. Like when Nana are, went. Are, are you wishing a death sentence on yourself? No, no, no. I want to learn how to cook. I don't want to die. You, you cannot go outside the village. But, you but, know it is so dangerous out there. But, but what if I could? You cannot. I cannot have my only son die. Okay, Papa. I I won't go outside the village. I, I will stay here. Good, good. You're finally coming to your senses. And maybe when coming to your senses, you'll find that cooking is not the only thing that you should be doing. I'm going to go see your nana. And bring her the meat that she so desired. Maybe probably grab some bread along the way. Okay, we can... We can talk later. I can... I can... Uh, maybe learn how to hunt. Yes. Very good, Raksha. Very good, Raksha. Very good. And he uh, walks out the door. Uh, listening to his footsteps probably go... Uh, bit quieter, bit quieter, and then he's gone. Rashka will wait maybe a few moments longer to really make sure that he is gone, and then he is going to turn and immediately start packing whatever small uh, tools that he can bring on his person, uh, planning to immediately leave the village. Good. So you grab your normal chef supplies, um, grab a few few extra little clothes, um, and probably a couple little weapons you have here and there, because 
You're a goblin. What goblin doesn't have weapons? Indeed. Um, as you make your way out of the house after you've gathered everything, you see a very vibrant and very active village center, like it always is. The stalls are set up, people are bartering, giving each other things, and you see your papa in the distance uh, walking away towards your uh, your nana's shop. Many things are on Rashka's mind. Too many to list, and conflicted emotions fill him as he turns and starts to head towards the um, the gate to the um, village. So as you approach the gates, they're open as they normally are, but there are guards stationed. Uh, you see one of your very good friends, Ikti. He calls down from his little tower. Rashka? What are you doing? Why do you have a bag? Ah, uh, you know, I'm just supposed to go out and gather. You know, my papa, he said I, I'm going to become a hunter and, um, and um, a trapper. Oh, are you going out to, are you going out to practice? Oh, well, remember it's dangerous out there. Do you have your first dagger and your second dagger and your third dagger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fourth dagger. It's, it's oh. over here. Very prepared. You have the fourth dagger. Yeah, yeah. It's a wow. bit dull, so I hope I don't have to use it. Oh. Well, make sure you sharpen them. You know, uh, if you don't have a sharp dagger, you're not a goblin. <laughs> you know, it's, I, I, almost like, I almost like you. Um, I, I'm going to miss you. What? I, I, I mean, during the time I'm out, and then I'll come back. Oh, yeah. Yes, that's very good. Um, I guess I will miss you, too. Yeah. Uh, later. Okay. Bye, Rashka. And, and as hit. you walk out, the, out, <laughs> out of the gates, you see a bright yellow flash come across your vision. And you find yourself in a very cold room, stone walls, a brazier in the middle with blue flame. You see a drow and an elf and a pile of bones. Whoa! Is this what the outside world is like? <laughs> um. Yeah. Bless you. Are you like a big goblin? <laughs> no, I don't uh, think so. Um, I take it you're a goblin. Uh, you don't see I don't see many in Sarelia at all, actually. Um, it's nice to meet you, Foskul. Say. Approaching, and he'll kind of uh, crouch down to for, to accommodate for the difference in height between him and Rashka, and he'll be like, "My name is Fusk. What is your name?" I'm I'm Rashka. Pleasure to meet you. 
It's nice to meet you. He'll offer a hand for a handshake. <laughs> I take the hand and shake. And there is quite a size difference in the just the hand size. <laughs> Even for a goblin, Rashka is quite small <laughs> and frail. <laughs> it's fine. So is Fosk for a trowel. <laughs> Fosk! You, you don't shake hands with Luton. Oh? What's the issue? Luton! Vile! They will stab you to death over meat shank. What? No! I'm a friendly goblin! I wouldn't stab you! No, 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 no. Luton are not friendly. Uh, well, I'm shaking his hand and not getting stabbed. Oh, you want to see my knives? I have many daggers. Oh, I have two on me. His skull rolls behind the podium to hide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you like a human? I've heard so many things about humans. Uh, me? No, 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 I'm a drow. And is that... Is Tiller Bewiller. Pleasure to meet you. I'm a elf. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, I've uh, heard things about you. My nana used to tell stories about elves. And likewise, mine about goblins. Luton tell us stories now. Oh, we, we always tell stories. Are you like a human? You look like a human. I was human when I was alive, mon ami, but I do not think so anymore. When he's you're gonna, alive, you're not dead, right? He's gonna, <laughs> like, form himself back into his body, uh, so he's, like, standing up, no longer a pile of bones. Uh, he picks up his skull from behind the podium and slams it down back on the spine. Uh, no, I am very much dead, yes. But we're talking, and you look alive. I mean, you're moving and stuff. I am, uh, how do you say, what is the word in common? Um, bones. Yes, your bones. I've seen bones before. We have red bones back home. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so, so typically, uh, when you are bones, you are dead, yes. Yes? Yes. But you're not uh, dead, because you're moving. Bones, I, bones I, believe, I believe the term is undead. I, I don't get it. So, you really are Luton, and you do not stab people for shanks of meat? No, 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 no. I wonder how long have I been dead? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I don't know. What's that? <laughs> what year is it? I'm nine years old, if that's what you're asking. I'm... If we're talking about her age, I'm... I'm close to 20, 21 now. I, uh... I don't actually know. What's How a year? <laughs> so, Zwees do not know what the year is. No. My papa tells me I'm nine years old, so I say I'm nine years old. 
uh, Anthony, what year was it before we got Zorped? I feel like at least maybe Fosk would know, being in society with a lot of people. Currently, really keep track of that. as you know it, it is 2.07. Okay. Uh, well, it is currently year 207. 207 MRE. And what time what what time was it uh, the year that I left? The year you left? Yeah, because... <sighs> the year you left would probably be sometime around uh, MRE. Um, probably up in the 200s, 300s MRE. It is currently 2.07 EN. Um... The last I remember, it was 2.07 M... Uh, no, sorry, uh, sorry, 2.07 is the year that I last remember. Um, at least that's what it was for me locally. It's 2.07 E-N. Um, Wait, what? E-N. What is... It hasn't been MRE for so, so long. Oh, I have been dead for, I believe, what, 800 years now. Oh. How long has the sun been gone? Uh, I have a feeling EN probably stands for Eternal Night. Endless Night. Endless Night. Close. <laughs> So I'm assuming that started when the night came. Yep. Two hundred and seven years. E N stands for endless night. Oh, Pale Sendero. Well, while the sun is out, it is just pretty dark in here, even with the little lights we have. Suddenly, you hear a whooshing noise, like air being uh, blown through some sort of hole or uh, cranny, nook or cranny. Um, and the fire burns quite brighter at the mention of it being dim in here. And you see a blue uh, figure. It's uh, kind of dancing in the light, but it's beginning to have a bit more solid of a form. Um, and then suddenly you hear a voice. Hello, my future champions. Uh-oh. I am Sorestia, goddess of the sun, light, and all things bright. I have brought you all here to aid me on my quest. You will all bring the sun back, and I will give you the power to do it. I have selected each of you for your qualities, strengths, and weaknesses that I thought were most fitting. I will not say much, but 
you find yourself in a very inhospitable place. A place that is very hard to live and explore. And everyone should be able to explore. So you all will help me bring the sun back and safety to the region. Any questions? Um, how are we supposed to bring the sun? I'm just a, a herb gatherer. I know a little magic, but... I'm just a brow. A simple Deal. man. Dialon's raising his hand. Uh, yes, Dialon. Uh, yes, Dialon Bibodois. Um, simple question. What the fuck is going on? So as you know, there is no sun. There is much, much darkness. And a lot of death, disease, and general danger. You are going to go across the realm, fight the, eh, we'll say, leader of the demon sect, Old Spectra, defeat her, and bring the sun back. Demons, you say? Yes, demons. You know a bit about them, Dialon. Yes, uh, of course. Uh, uh, yes, of course. I am the very chivalrous and brave knight. Uh, I can do this for you. Uh, We're all friends. You don't have to lie here. Lie? No. Me? No. Dialan Bibaudois? No. I would never lie. Dialan Bibaudois is not a lie. I am many things, but a lie I am not. I am very, very famous and very chivalrous and brave and uh, very strong and... Uh, his bones are shaking within his armor uh, as he's saying all of this. But, but uh, I, I, I am just curious. Uh, how am I alive at all? Well, when one has power like I do, sometimes you use it. So it and was you. so I brought you to life. Well, I mean, yes, of course, you mean, that would be a great choice, because I am uh, obviously a brave and chivalrous knight, but... Yes, um, very famous, very brave, very chivalrous, and in no way bested by small goblins. No, no way bested by Luton, uh, never. Uh, but, curious, uh, of course, there are other brave and chivalrous knights you could have resurrected. Uh, why me? That's a good question, and one that I shall not answer for now. Leave it up to your speculations and foresight, and maybe you'll figure the answer out for yourself. Sad bone clacking noises come from <laughs> Dion. <laughs> yeah, what? I have a question, big blue yes, lady. Yes, Rashka. Uh, what's a sun? Ah, yes. The sun, it's a bright orange-yellow ball in the sky. It goes up, and it goes down. 
to give you daytime, which is bright time, like a torch, but in the sky. So like a big fire? Yes, like a big fire. I don't get it. <laughs> That's okay, Rashka. You will very soon. Um, I would have no problem going on this quest for you, but just let me know one thing before I do it. Are my parents safe now? I, I went to my village, and all there was was graves. <sighs> the Bewillers. I know not much of their whereabouts, but I will tell you one thing. They are alive. When you say the Bewillers, are you just talking about my parents, or do I have more family in this? Are they in this plane? Your parents, your siblings, uh, your nieces, nephews, great nieces and nephews, great great nieces and nephews, and great 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 nieces and nephews. They're all alive and well. My character just sits down listening to this information because he's an only child from his from his knowledge. <laughs> At least he was when he left. Oh. Well, I do have a question. Where yes, are we? Uh, is this, you is are it? currently in an uninhabited region of your southernmost continent, where they built a temple and tried to civilize themselves. But this is the best way for me to contact you without gaining all Spectra's attention. But soon... You will be going somewhere else. Oh, okay. I'm a little worried about that. So, we are to defeat her. Bring the sun back here? Or when we defeat her, will the sun come back? When you defeat her, the sun will reappear. Can we just ask her? Can I bring it back? We've tried. The city that you will all be visiting very soon is called Loringstead. Loringstead. Okay. A commercial hub. Water. The color of the crystal blue. People of all shapes and sizes. And entertainment. As far as you can see. A wonderful little city. And your destination. I will teleport you to the bounty board and you will begin your work. Uh, okay. While okay. I don't mind that, how are we supposed to get stronger? You, you said that you have a way to help us, but... um. Oh. I will aid you in any way that I can. But, without further ado, to the city you go. And you see a bright blue flash. Wait. And suddenly, there is a lot of light. 
and you're in front of a board with many different papers on it. And with that, we will take our break. Whoop. Okay, I'm gonna... I took a swig. <laughs> the moment you said it, so... But I'm good to go. Okay, well, we're, we're, we're starting again, so... Okay, now we're back. So we are at the batty board currently. Yes. And we've just been teleported. Yes. Elon's going to look around. You know, I am getting very tired of being teleported around like that. I like it. It is very disorienting. I don't know what that is, but it's nice. Uh, My stomach feels like it's still trying to catch up with me in just a moment here. I think we shouldn't be standing in such a public place. Let's try to get our bearings in some close-by alley. I'm not weird, are you? I'm good. Well... And he goes like vomit, but just dust comes out. (laughs) Oh. That's why. Are there people around us? There are plenty of people around you. So, um... I think we should try to find something to cover up our friend here before he gets figured out. Oh, wait, no, I I have thought of that. Uh, He puts his helmet on. (laughs) Close enough. (laughs) That'll do. Good as new. Where are all Um, the other bone people? I don't see anyone else. Do not tell us I am bone person. That is secret. So, I never, I don't think I asked your name, uh, little one. I'm, I'm Rashka. Pleasure to meet you. Rashka. Nice name. It's nice I, I'm Tiller B. Willer. Hello, Tiller. Tiller B. Willer. <laughs> Alright. Uh, so. And you're the bone guy. Well, I am Dialon. Dialon B. Baudrois. Hello, Dialon. Pleasure to meet you. As I stretch out my hand towards you. <laughs> He's going to look at it for a moment. He's going to like reach out his hand and like you see his entire hand like shaking and you hear like the rattling of the bones in the armor and he's like uh, let's hold off on handshakes for now. I, s- I see you like playing music my good friend Bonaparte. Did you just call me Bonaparte? <laughs> <laughs> because that really is my middle name. Oh. Oh, I thought that was your last name. No, Baudrois is my last name. Oh, Baudrois. Milan Bonaparte Baudrois. Uh, uh, I'm not going to lie. One thing I'm not very good at is names. You'll, that uh, was a very good guess. I'm not going to lie. As I see you, I, th- I thought it would fit. I, I see the comedy now. <laughs> as I realize my situation. Uh, that was that was an uncanny guess. 
I wait a minute. I don't know. Did that god pick me because I am Bonapad? <laughs> oh no. Is the god so this sense of humor? Um So I put I still holding my mushrooms in my hand. I put them in my bag and I go over to the quest board. <laughs> if Asquil will follow. Well, the goddess... Well, I don't think we should say her name in public. We were told to look at the quest board. Um, I think we should do that to get some bearings of what's around here. Yeah, yes, yes. I'm no stranger to odd jobs. Alright, so, on the bounty board, you see five sheets of paper. <clears throat> the first sheet of paper reads... For the brave adventurer, we need a cave cleared out. The reward, 50. And it just cuts off. The paper was ripped off. Is that so rude? The second piece of paper. Actually, you know, pick a piece of paper. There's five pieces of paper. Uh, three. Three. I'm the third piece of, of paper is for the brave adventurer we need a cave cleared out the reward 50 shelves uh, do you think it they need a cave cleared out a cave you say um usually luton are in caves <laughs> or big luton pick a pick another piece of paper I pick up piece of paper five. It reads, For the brave adventurer, <laughs> we need a cave cleared out. The reward, 50 shelves. Are these all caves? I think they're uh, one cave that they really, really want cleared out. Oh. Uh, well... <laughs> Hey, hello, Rashka. Um, quick question. Are you able to read? No. Alright, so I then repeat what this little thing says, uh, this note says, and then I pick up the other three remaining ones to see if they all say the same thing. Piece number two says, Four! Cave! The reward... Fifty shelves. Ah <laughs> uh, man, no wonder, no wonder nobody can clear out this cave. They're rewarding the cave with fifty shelves. And the fourth <laughs> piece of paper says, "For the brave, cave cleared. Fifty shelves." <laughs> yeah, I think they uh, where's the location of? This cave. No, no, no! What's the last one say? It, um, they all basically say the same thing. Uh, Rashak. Rash. Rashka. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Um. I forgot my name once. Are there any other like ads for loose like uh 
little like side things in the area. There is a small, very, very small piece of paper in the top right corner. Okay. Uh, what does it say? Do you grab it? Yes. Go ahead and roll a wisdom saving throw for me. Oh, it was a lie. All right. So, uh, got S. I got a nine. A nine? Yep. You hear just a bunch of screaming in your head right now. Uh, you hear. Uh, ah, ah, Over and over and I over again. I drop the note and then I grab my head. Hey. As soon as you drop the note, it stops. Taylor, you, you drop this? And Fosco crouch down to pick it up. Well, he was some saving throws. Okay, give me a second. I forgot where it's my character sheet. Is this what it's like to read? Yes. No. Out of, out of character, yes, this is what it's like to read. I'm glad you're figuring it out. <laughs> out of, that is a nat one. <laughs> so you hear the same screaming, but much, much louder. Ow. And it's oh, stuck to your hand. Jeez. Yes. Uh, use my other hand to try and yank it off. <laughs> Um, <sighs> you're able to yank it off, but yeah. you notice, uh, as you're trying to yank it off, uh, it reads, Alifabes, jokes, tricks, and magic. Oh, I've got the headache. I don't think I want to know how to read. You are preaching to the choir. Alrighty, so uh, I think the cave is a better fit than touching that thing. Foscal say, pointing to the piece of paper. <laughs> cave, you say? Well, I would say that this man has a interesting sense of branding. I might be able to learn a thing or two from him. I have a question. Yeah, what's up? What does it mean to clear out the cave? How do you do that? Well, it usually means there's uh, some kind of a threat in a cave that a normal commoner mm, probably can't take care of. And so they're enlisting the help of specialized people who may be able to fight, may be able to gather, just different specialities in order to, to solve the problem that needs solving in the cave. Oh, we had that once. There was a big bear that started like eating us so we had some people come in and get it so so i think our first order of business is to find a find the um pe person who put up this quest 
ask a bit of information about where this cave is and then try to get a resource of some kind like a map or yeah, we could also ask what's in the cave since going in blind is a dead man's mission yes also an idea Lord. so he should do that <laughs> yes um i believe i would agree with that Ready. So um, we are going to the cave, you say? Yeah, just yet. We're. I'm going to just use the note. Look at the original uh, notes, and I'm trying to get an image of the person who put this up, or like a general area of where they would be. So on the the back of this piece of paper, you see Fornis Alafea. You see an address and four numbers. Three, three, six, and one. Okay. So I... Um, alright, I think we found a clue of where he lives. Um, are there any buildings close to us? There are buildings all around you. Sorry, uh, sorry uh, let me refix that statement. Is there any, like, buildings with numbers that we can see right now? Like There are. Mm-hmm. small little boxes on the front of each of these buildings, and they each have a number on those boxes. But they are built into the buildings. It's not just like a mailbox where it's like on the street. Mm-hmm. What number is the closest building to us? Seven. And the number to the right of that one? Six. Oh, uh, they've got some walking to do. So I look back. I think we should head that way as I point towards the downwards direction to see if that increases the number by more than just one. The other direction? No, instead of left or right, uh, because it seems like the right is going to increase it by one, I'm looking to go downwards to see if it increases by more than one. or trying Ah, to like south. Yeah, I'm going okay. south in hopes that like it would increase it by tens. The also, south direction, it looks like uh, it goes up into the hundreds. Oh. Well, that's good for us, right? Uh, getting closer. I would agree so. Um, and I, th- uh, I think it's... Th- it might be this way as I continue heading south. Okay. So as you go south, you see that this goes into the hundreds. The nearest number to you is going to be 355. And as you go south, it's 455. Okay. 555. 655. And so on. So I'm going to... I'm going to walk east till I see 61 
of whatever hundred we're at right now, and then I'm going to continue south until we get to three thousand. So you're going to be doing a bit of walking. Mm-hmm. Ah, you go. You go some some time, and you finally reach the three thousands. Thirty-one sixty-one. Thirty-two sixty-one. And where 3361 should be, there's not much of anything. (sighs) There is a yard. There is a hole in the ground. And quite a few trees. Um, I know I have said this a lot uh, since we have met, but what the fuck is going on? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe he moved. What is the street name that we're on? Uh, you are not near a street sign currently. But as you turned on to it, uh, you can recall that this is 4 Tyson Street. 4 Tyson Street. So we're definitely on the right street, and this is definitely the right address. Oh. Yeah, maybe the forest moved. is so much easier. <laughs> maybe they moved underground. Yeah, maybe he's in the hole. I walk in the hole. <laughs> uh, as you hop into the hole, you're greeted by a very homey atmosphere. There are chairs. There's a nice little fire. And you see in the corner a very, very small, sharp-nosed, long-eared, gray-skinned man sitting at the table, eating what looks to be like soup. Hello? Uh, hello? Oh, okay. Uh, first we'll follow them down into the hole. <laughs> I would enter towards the entrance of the hole and say, uh, May I come in? I'm here with the request that you put out, possibly. Are you a Fornis Alpha? 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 What? I can't hear or see you very well. May I come in? Oh, yes. Thank you. As I make my way slowly into the house. You see him kind of nodding his head while he's eating his soup. Who? Are you? My name is Raska. Pleasure to meet you. Who are you, Raska? I'm a goblin. I don't know where I am. I don't know where this is. I'm a goblin. I'm here on an important mission by a big blue lady. Uh, uh, sorry. Uh, he's had a little bit too much to drink as I uh, usher um, the note out and say we got your request about the cave oh the cave it's this one oh uh 
So you want us to clear out your house? Yes. I need to move down the street. Oh, he did move. Okay. To what number? 3362. <laughs> Alright, is there anything down here that we need to know about so that we can help you move and make sure uh, everything that you have is in the new place? Oh, yes. Um, beyond that door is what I need cleared out. And he points to a door in the corner of this whole home. Is there anything that's gonna come out and bite us? Yes! Oh, good question. Like what? I don't know. I can't see. Do you remember anything that happened to you the last time that you went in that room? No. <laughs> I haven't gone in there. Alright. Uh, we'll help you out. The reward okay. is 50 shelves, right? Yes. Can you... I, I, it's not that I don't trust you, but can you show us that you have the shelves? Yes. Let me just get into my cupboard. And he hops down from the chair, hops up onto his counter, pulls something out of the cupboard, and you see it is a jar. And the jar is filled to the brim with shelves. You see ones, you see fives, you see twenties, you see fifties, you even see a five hundred or two in there. My guy is loaded. Holy. Alright. Um, let's put this back so you don't lose it, okay? Okay. And he puts the jar back in the cupboard. Alright. Um, so... Uh, would you like us... Would you like to eat your soup outside while we clear out your, uh, room? No, I am good right here. Okay. Um, is... And then I pull everybody to the side and I say in a less audible, like, way. Uh, so is, um, everybody, uh, ready to go? We might get into something a bit, uh, dangerous. Yeah, there could be like a snake there. Uh, uh. Well, uh, being a very brave and chivalrous knight, I, of course, am ready to go, but uh, as a tactical, uh, how do you say, uh, capitan, uh, if there is too many, we should definitely run. That I makes think, sense. I think we'll be fine, Dialon. Dialon knows what he's talking about. He says so with confidence. Diolong, um, do you need a sword? Uh, I have mine right here. And as he kind of shing, pulls out this uh, rusty, <laughs> like, first-era masterwork sword, 
uh, it's clearly cheap, uh, but it'll do. Just in case, um, I pull out a scimitar from my bag and I hand it to you and I say, in case anything happens, be careful with this. It's important to me. But yeah, yes, I, uh... Your safety is just as important to me. Uh, yes, uh, of course, mon ami. Uh, I will protect it with my life. I believe my little uh, sword should do just fine for now, but just in case if it breaks. Uh, I also have a nifty shield. Uh, he taps on it. It sounds like tin. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I pull out my uh, sword and my family staff, and then I start looking... Uh, well, I put my ear on the door and I try to listen to see if I hear anything scurrying around or um, the size of any creatures inside. You don't hear any movement. Alright. Get ready. This is going to be a bit risky. Um, may the blessings of... Sorry. May the blessings of Ralathil um, be upon me. I, I think as Dialon, like Dialon's gonna stay as close to the group as possible, but to to kind of play the part of a brave knight, he'll kind of stand in front and like go <laughs> through the door. Um, and I'm gonna try something here if that's okay. Okay. I'm gonna use a divine sense. Okay. Um, when you use Divine Sense, uh, you get a feeling of nothing. Fosk has, like, a pretty, like, cocky, like, oh my god, you guys are making a big deal out of nothing kind of expression. He's like, guys, it's probably fine. Just in case, it's better to be safe than sorry. You lose your life more rushing into battle than you do watching behind you. Yes, what he said. Uh, of course, I am not afraid of <laughs> whatever is in here, but uh, you know, I, I like to be uh, prepared, as they say. I've never fought a door before. I then open the door, um, preparing myself for anything behind it. As you open the door, you are greeted with a very well-lit room. And a giant rat. <laughs> oh. No! <laughs> it is sleeping, currently. I think we should, um... Try to sneak up on it. <laughs> and it wakes up. Dialon is behind Rasha, just... Look! <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead and roll initiative for me. All right. yes. Yes. So A in it plus one D four, I think it is. Uh, Alright, I got the number. I got a sixteen. A sixteen plus one D. 
I got a 18. 18. 15. Okay. So, Tiller Bewilder, it is your turn first. I go over and first I try to look around to make sure that it's just one giant rat. It looks to be so. And then I take the dodge action and walk up to it and I say to the, everybody else I, I'm going to distract it. You please, uh, try to take it from behind I'll try to take it from behind me as I try to give them line of sight but I try to like stand in a way that like it would block it would try to come after me before it would go after them. Okay. And All then right. that's my turn. That's going to bring us to Rashka. Rashka is going to, out of one of the many pouches and pockets that is on his person, uh, he's going to pull out one of his daggers. And he's going to say, I know how to hunt rats! And he's going to try to throw the dagger at the rats. Okay. So that's the natural one. <laughs> Due to the actions of Tiller Bewiller and your natural one, that dagger is going to go straight into his calf. <laughs> Roll your damage. Okay, <laughs> We're putting the rolls in the bots chat, right? Or I'm sorry, I'm rolling physically. I can wherever you would like. Uh... That is a two on the damage plus three, so five piercing damage. As I lunge the, as I throw the dagger as hard as I physically can. Um, we're gonna we're gonna do just the two, since it's a natural one. So take two piercing damage, killer Bueller. Okay. We're rolling physical dice. I'm using mine. <clears throat> Sorry about that. I thought your uh, lake was a rat. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us to Dialon. Yeah, uh, Dialon's gonna kind of look at the rat and go, uh, and he's gonna like, <laughs> like scaredly uh, swing at the rat with his okay. sword. Okay. Okay. Roll hit. Give me one second. Okay. One second. That is. That is a seventeen. Seventeen will hit. Right on, and that's one d ten or one d eight because I am not two handing it, and that is okay. Plus three, so nine, ten, eleven. Very good. Okay. And uh, that brings us yeah. to Fosk. <laughs> uh, I imagine Fosk is like in the middle of grabbing out his weapon um, since everyone is being so tense about it. And he'll just kind of uh, stroll over to the, uh, the rat and he'll make an attack with his uh, rapier. 
simply just going to make a stab at it. Because it's just a rat. It's not obviously that much of a problem, gosh. Um, he, that would be a 16 to hit. And if it hits, that'd be a 17 damage. I mean, no, 7. Fuck, dyslexia. Sorry. 7. 7 damage. 7 damage. Okay. Now it's the rat's turn. The rat is going to take one look at Tiller and try to bite. Alright. Oh, this little guy. Um, this is advantage because I dodged just in case. Yes. That is... A 15 to hit. What? <laughs> it hits. Yeah, that's my AC's 15. Lucky little squeaker. And that is two piercing damage. As the rat walks up to you, takes a bite out of your left arm, taking a nice little, nice little piece of flesh. And it feels almost similar to the dagger that is lodged into your calf. <laughs> okay, so that is going to be the rat's turn. Let's go ahead and one back up to Tiller. Okay, I am going to. Um, sorry, I'm going to make a attack. Actually, I'm going to take the dodge action again, and then I'm going to say, "Try not to hit me this time, please." No brownesses. Hey, you have to cut him some slack. I mean, he is Luton after all. And that is my turn. Okie dokie. So that brings us. <laughs> Don't worry, I've got another one! <laughs> pulls Yo. his hand in, pull, pulls out another dagger out of nowhere, and attempts to throw it. <laughs> Who's blowing into their mic? That's. That's a good roll. That's a 22 to hit. Okay, 22 will hit. Alright, so that is uh, one on the die, so plus three, four damage. Four piercing damage. Okay. And how are you uh, killing this giant rat? I try to aim for... <laughs> Last time it didn't work aiming for the rat. So this time I aim for Tiller and throw <laughs> it wide and <laughs> pierce it just below like the neck, uh, big beginning of the chest area. Uh, just how I saw one of our trappers back home uh, hunting uh, deer before. I saw him okay. hit it just like that. As the dagger sinks into the chest of this rat, um, twitches for a brief moment, and then falls down. A small little pool of blood forming at its corpse. Ugh. You've killed the giant rat. I pull myself to the side before looking around this room and take out uh, four berries out of my backpack and then eat them. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, Fosco will take a step back away from like the blood pool in the rat and be like, ugh, gross. Dialon's gonna put his foot on the rat and go, ah, good job, Luton. Glad you threw the knife. And I am glad that I thought of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
After I pull the knife out of my calf, I then go over to Rashaka and hand him back his dagger. Um, so, um, hey, uh, Taylor, uh, remember that one time I threw a dagger at you? I'm going to say sorry about that. Yes, I uh, remember. Um, I can make you some food to make up for I'm really good cook. Alright, maybe another time. I, But I think we should try to uh, see what we can get for this ride over there. So, it's... you hear some footsteps. And you hear the familiar voice of Forness. Uh, have you guys gotten it yet? And also, have you seen my pet rat? Isn't he so cool? Yeah. Yeah, we saw it. It's in there. Did was there anything else in here besides your pet rat? Oh yes, in the corner. Do you remember what it was? Uh, once again, I cannot see. There's something in the corner, and it did, um, it uh, it bites. Uh, Fosco, look at the different corners of the room. We're not in a. In the northeast corner, there is a small box. It's seemingly wooden. It's got a nice little intricate carving. And it seems like it opens from the top. Because I'm curious, I'm going to try to use my uh, staff to Jimmy open the box lid. Okay, it's about two feet by two feet by two feet a cube um as you press your staff into it it doesn't budge and neither does your staff i i try to uh lift my staff and like jiggle it around so you with a bit of strength lift up the box just a little bit and you see a very long tongue work its way around your staff oh my gosh and a nice little set of teeth and a couple eyes. As you have just encountered a baby box mimic. Elon's gonna try to cut the tongue as quick as possible. Go ahead and go ahead and roll for it. Okay. Don't roll a one, please. <laughs> <laughs> that is 13 to hit? 13 hits. 13 hits. Okay, cool. Uh, you chop the tongue off and you hear <laughs> as it squeals and screeches. And uh, it's going to go ahead and lunge at you, Tiller. Okay. And it's going to miss terribly. As it tries to bite at you, the staff is keeping it awake. Back. Back, I say. Back. As I, like, jab at it, like... Are we rolling initiative again? Nope, we're gonna keep the same order. Okay. Uh, DM. Yes. How... Are these baby box mimics fairly old creatures or new creatures? They are old creatures. 
can I use knowledge of a past life to maybe determine the best way to kill it? Potentially. Go ahead and go ahead and roll history for me. Okay. Uh, so knowledge of the past life, I can add a d6 immediately after the d20. Okay. Sounds good. So that's 13 on the d20, and then 10, or that's 4 on the, um, 4 on this d6, and 14, 17. Okay, you know that, especially box mimics, um, the underside is the most weak. Okay. Uh, Theon's gonna yell out, You have to hit it in the stomach! Underneath! Underneath! Okay, and Tiller, it is your turn. Okay, I'm going to... Um, sorry, just uh, looking at my... I'm going to t- take hold my action and wait until... Because uh, I noticed how well um, the... I'm, I'm so sorry, I'm bad with names. Uh... uh Fosk was with uh, their attacks. I'm gonna, re- I'm gonna distract it the moment that I see that Fosk is about to attack. Uh, so I'm delaying my act. My intention is to delay my action to take the help action when Fosk is about to attack. Okay, sounds good. Okay, so that'll bring us to Raksha. Rashka. Uh. Rashka is not certain at all what this thing is. It seems hostile. It seems to be biting at <laughs> Tiller's staff. Uh, so he assumes that we are me- meant to make it not do that. So, <laughs> so he's gonna not pull out a dagger this time. Instead, he's gonna put his hand down into a leather like sack that he has at his hip. Uh, like fully grasp something in his like hand, and when he pulls it out, it like is some sort of like black powder, black uh, powdery substance that he just throws into his mouth, mixes it around for a second, and then opens it up in like a spit motion, but instead flies out like a dark greenish energy blast towards this uh, mimic looking thing. As I go to Elbridge Blast it. Very good. So that's a 12 on the die plus 4. So 16. 16 will hit. And that is 8 force damage. Okie dokie. Okay. That brings us to Dialon. Yeah. Uh, I think Dialon is very scared. Uh, he clearly he knows about these things, but he's only ever read them in the Order's Bestiary. He's never faced one before. But seeing that the mimic goes for Tiller, which Dialon would consider like one of the only leads to what the fuck is going on, uh, he's gonna jump in front of Tiller and like shield bash it and try to stab it with the sword. Uh, thank you. Okay. Yeah. So that's. Let's see. Okay, that's good. Uh, 
plus five. So that's dirty 20. Okay, that'll hit. And then eight plus three. So that's five damage. Okay. Um, where did you hit it exactly? On the bottom? Uh, yeah, I was aiming for the stomach. Okay. Add a, a d4 of damage to that. That is four exactly. Good. Okay. So, as you jab your sword, your very rusty but still quite sharp sword into the bottom of this creature, you hear a screech, a squeal, and then silence as the remainder of the tongue slowly and gooily slumps down off of the staff. The staff removes itself from the box, and black blood begins to ooze from out of this box mimic. You have killed it. Yeah, Dion, as he, like, pierces its stomach and it begins to die, uh, he, like, when the noise dies down from its squealing, you just hear, like, beneath his breast, ew, 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 as he's pulling the sword from his stomach. (laughs) Okay, very Uh, good. I mean... Yes, I uh, have killed the beast. Great job. I was. I'm glad that it was you that killed it. But um, as long as we're all we're safe right now, that's the best result. And so you hear the familiar voice once again. Uh, it sounded like quite a bit of commotion. Have you gotten it yet? Um. I say to. I first say to Arushka, do not talk about his rats. Promise me. Um, and then... What was that about a hat? Um, I... I regret to inform you, but you had a mimic in your rat's bedroom. Oh, did you get it? Yes, my good friend over here was able to swiftly take care of it, and my good friend over here was able to blast it from afar. But Good, sad- good. But sadly, um, your rat tried to help us and uh, lost its life in the process. It was a good oh. rat. Oh, well that is deeply saddening. Oh, Oh, okay. Honestly, I'm surprised you were able to make it out alive. Um, you did an amazing job. I'm sorry for your loss. Oh, uh, it's okay. Uh, it was about time anyways, I guess. Oh. Oh. Well, at least I can give you your reward now. Uh, let me see here, and you hear a bunch of clanging and banging. It's a, it seems like a lot harder than it was the first time for him to access his shelves. And he gets them and walks over to you very slowly and hands you two fifty shelves. Oh, here you go. It isn't much, but it's it's what I've got for this job. I gotta save up for this new house that I'm moving into. S- um, sir, 
you gave us a bit too much. The reward said it was 50 shelves. You gave us 100. Oh, oh, um, well, you can keep that extra one, I guess. Um, thank you for helping me solve this problem. So, by any chance, do you have, um, sorry, for I should have read that, uh, do you have, uh, two 20s and two five shelves? Um, yes, yes. Would, would you mind if I helped you count it out and that way, uh, we, you don't give us too much again? Or actually, just five twenties would do. Oh, okay. And he puts the two fifties back in the jar and pulls out a bunch of twenties. Um, I count out five, and then I give him back the rest. Oh, okay. Thank you. No, uh, thank you. Um, we really appreciate the extra that you gave us. Oh, well, you did such a fantastic job, and although you couldn't save my rat, it's, it's still very good what you did for me today. I appreciate it. I'm an old man, and, you know, I really can't get around that well anymore. So well, I appreciate it. Well, um, I'm honestly was happy to have fought side by side with your rat. Yeah. Silly was a very, very good fighter. Never had was. a problem. That he was. Um, would you want us to take uh, Silly and bury him outside for you? No, no, it's okay. I'll handle everything from here. Thank you. Okay. Um, I put it, and I, t um, when he says that, I tell him that I put the rat in the, uh, bottom, sorry, the mimic was at the top right, I put the bottom, put it at the bottom left, and then I go pick up the mimic's body. Okay. And, uh, Try to like wrap it in some cloth. Okay, are you have. taking it with you? Yes. Okay. Is is anybody hurt? Um, luckily I was able to apply the, some of my magic to myself. Uh, I'm fine for right now. You can do magic. Yeah, I can, just like you, my friend. That thing that you spat out of your mouth wasn't that magic. Nah, no, that was just bait. I was like the big spit. Ah. I call it the big spit. <laughs> well, that's a very special spit you got there. Yeah, I I learned how to do that from um, the 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 green man, the the man in the forest. Hmm, a man in the forest. Yeah, yeah. I too um, seem to be able to use uh, how do you say your yeah, magics. Uh, I could not guess. do magics before. <laughs> I guess I'm the old one out then. <laughs> Listen, you may not be able to do magic, but you sure as heck were able to do a solid number on that on that uh, rat. I say out of earshot. I assume we're out of the where you left the place and are out of the hole. Yeah, sure. 
Yeah, well, I uh, learned from a great hunter. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you, the rest of you wait down here. I want to ask the guy a thing really quick. Alright. Um, Bon, uh, Violon, can I, uh, have my sword back? I realized that I gave you the wrong weapon that I had. Oh, yes. He hands it back and he's like, hey, to be fair, I do not need it. My I thought still works. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm very cautious when it comes to exploring areas, and it's better to be safe than sorry in case your weapon might have broke. Yeah, it is fine. If it breaks, I have well, two swords. Oh, that's amazing. Oh well, I mean, uh, broken sword, and then another piece of broken sword. But hey, you know, I am bone, so. Doesn't cut. Hmm. I dagger. As we get out of the ho- out of the um home, I look for a little flower bed around his house and I try to touch the land and dirt and use the power of nature inside of me to spring more flowers, hopefully white flowers and sign of the passing of his rat. You do that successfully. And Fosk, you went back down? Yeah. Okay. Uh, hello, hello. Uh, hello, hello. Hi, sir. Uh, I just wanted to ask, you mentioned you'd been moving soon, yes? Yes, I, I will be moving right across the street. I was wondering if you would need help with that. Ah, uh, no, no. My, uh, my son should be coming very soon. Oh, okay. Alrighty. I just thought I'd offer the help in case you needed it. No, no, I am good. But I appreciate it. Mm, take care, sir. No and problem. I'm, you you as I'm well. <laughs> And, uh, Fosco let himself out. And I gather, I try to say, everybody, uh, gather around. Now, I, it, it may have been weird why I asked him for, uh, 520s instead of the, uh, full 100. I, where I come from, it's, I always find it a good habit to share the loot of our group, but make extra in case we have expenses so that way we don't have to take out of our own share. So since there's four of us, it's as if we added another. So there's a five, but that fifth person would be stuff like staying at a hotel. Okay. So shared group expenses. Yes. Okay. I like that. You can you can add mine to the uh, group expenses. I am bones. I do not need uh, food or drink or really sleep. But you might want some nice new armor, or to get someone to check the rust and try to take that out of your armor. Yes, possibly. Yeah, you give me ten shells. Okay, so. And Rashka, do you 
did you live in a village that understood the the so you <laughs> you don't know how money works all right when I have some time uh during the night uh we'll well I forgot it's always night when we have some time before we're about to go to bed I'm going to spend some time and teach you about how modern societies work now. Is that okay. like the thing where you screamed when you touched the paper? Is that like uh, money, too? No, 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 no. It was just a, a trick, a piece of paper with a little crap on it. Yeah. Uh, you know how you would try to set something down to catch a rat that you could, like, that would kill the rat for you? Well, that piece of paper had a trap on it that uh, when we touched it sent a attack to our mind. Like how you attacked me with your dagger, that note tried to attack me in my mind. So it's like magic? Yes. Yes. I don't uh, get it. <laughs> sometimes magic goes after the mind instead of going after the body. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. Yes, this uh, Albus person is very weird. Sorry. You're good at money, right? You can do money. So, what I'll do is I'll hold on to it, but this is a sign to you. So, if you see anything that you'd like, and I'll tell you if... No, no, no. You can't take things in this world or you'll get in trouble. They'll throw you in... Did you have a place where you would get, like, punished for doing bad things? Yeah. Like a cave. Yeah, they'll throw you in a metal cave, and you metal. will not be able to leave. Nah, you I'm see- just kidding. I know what a dagger is. Yeah, you see that dagger? Imagine like a really, really long dagger that you can't break. And then they'll make you do work for free, and you won't. They they'll treat you badly if you take without um properly if you Maybe do good work, if you do good work, you'll get this paper. And for this paper, you can get things like food, uh, water, uh, weapons, um, items to make your spit better. This is complicated. Don't worry. We will probably be together for a long time. Yeah, you still have time to learn. I. So, this will be with you, but. Just let me know what you need, and I'll try to buy it for you. Okay, buddy. Okay. By the way, why why did you tell me not to uh, talk about the rat? Well, we killed his pet rat. That yeah. was his. That was yeah. his friend. I killed the rat. Yes, but he would have felt bad. So to save him from feeling bad, it's better to have said that it was the mimic that killed the rat, because we didn't want him to feel bad. I don't get it. Sometimes you have to hide things from people because they wouldn't be able to handle being told it. But Oh, I so, understand that, though. I've done that before. Yeah. So it's basically the same thing. Um, I really like you guys. Can I stay with you? Well, well, yes, sure. I mean... You can stay with me. Yeah. The goddess put us all together for a reason. Well, I... 
have never teamed up with Mouton, but the God Lady says that I should do it, so who am I to say no? So I'm going to be holding on to 50 shelves and giving um, 20 to uh, Bosk, 10 to Dion, and then holding on to uh, Rashka's share. All right. And, and with that, to the our party. new team has been formed. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's 75, 75. That is where we will end. Nice. That was awesome. All right, everybody say bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thanks for listening. Bye bye. Bye bye. It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Solambia Saga podcast. I'm your DM, Anthony, and would like to remind you that we are novice podcasters with very novice editing skills and are doing this for both your and our enjoyment. This means that the end product could be just a little rough. I would like to once again thank you for all of your time, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.